0: Live, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the
1: streets on a rampage of total destruction.
2: The GameZilla Podcast.
1: Is this the end of our civilization?
0: Prepare for gaming
1: domination. The mightiest monster of them all.
2: Grimlock, the Dino-9, and Jazzy Fiddle.
0: GameZilla. Look, there comes one of them now.
2: Welcome to the Gamezilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host Grimlock, and with me in the Motor City Gaming Studio, Jazzy Fiddle. Yo, what up, though? And of course, our producer, the Deadite Knight. Just
0: bringing up the quality of life for you guys. Always, always just making us. When I exhale, you breathe in my carbon dioxide, and that only just <laughs> increases. Your level of life.
2: It also acts like Viagra for me, too. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's a nice side effect. It has
1: a, a weird aftertaste, kind of leaves a, a
0: bitter taste in your mouth, but.
2: That's a horrible pizza we just hours. ate, actually, so there you go.
0: People's pizza, people's pizza, my ass!
2: Sorry, I had to fit that in there. Fuck you. Anyway.
0: <laughs> Worst pizza I've ever bought. Dropping the F bomb 30 <laughs> seconds in.
2: Ah. Episode 119 of the Gamezilla podcast. We are here to talk about video games. So, what's up Jazzy? What have you been up to? Oh my gosh, tons
1: of stuff. Mostly League of Legends LCS. I've been watching a ton of that because, oh my god. We are going next weekend to Toronto to see the finals for the NA Championship. And a beautiful thing happened.
2: It it could be dangerous, but it's beautiful, yes. It's
1: beautiful. So my favorite team, Team Solo Mid... Um, and your favorite team, Cloud9, happened to win both of their semifinal matches, and they will be versing each other for the title
2: next weekend. <laughs> yeah. So our friendship could end. <laughs> could end. end. In, in, in Toronto.
1: I will say this, though, and this is going to be hard for me to say. I watched all of the games for both of those teams this past weekend, and I was more interested and got more excited for Cloud9 than I did TSM, because TSM just steamrolled. <laughs> Counter Logic Gaming, three games to nothing, and uh, Cloud Nine went into a five game, you know, final game five. Game five, yeah, had had to pull it out, and man, did they make some plays!
2: I mean, the other big thing to mention though is that uh, Immortals technically was the higher seed than Cloud Nine. Yes, so Cloud Nine was an upset where Team Solomid, I believe, was the favorite. Yeah, I so, mean, so they them steamrolling, kind of. We were hoping that's what was gonna happen.
1: Yeah. Everyone is a little worried just because in spring split CLG beat TSM
2: for the championship. But right, I um, I was surprised. It's the first time I've ever fully watched like like fully watched uh, a match, an event like that. And I was screaming. I mean, you were there with me. I'm screaming, yelling, just going all nuts over this video game and these people playing it. Uh, almost as much as like. If I was to go to a a sports a sporting event for my local my local you know baseball football hockey I don't it, it was you, crazy. You would have come and watched Summerslam at my house. No, no, not like that.
0: You you would have been losing your mind when your boy Randy Orton was dead.
2: I would have been crying, <laughs> I've <have> been sad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so so uh, yeah,
1: uh, when I t- took a small break in between the matches of that, not actually in between the matches, but uh, I played. Uh, song I picked up Song of the Deep by Insomniac. Great game. And uh, I threw that in. And uh basically what it is is your uh a twelve year old girl named Marin, yep. who is looking for her father, who is a fisherman. He went out to sea one night, didn't come back, and she's basically creates this submarine and is out looking for her father in the ocean. Yep. Um and you pick up cool things. You get to basically grab a hook and you can utilize that hook on your submarine to pick up stuff and throw things at, like, you know, jellyfish and other sea creatures that attack you. And then uh, along the way you collect coins and you use those coins to uh, pay a hermit crab Ooh. that's underwater for upgrades to your ship. And you can get, like, more damage to your hook, a longer boost to your propellers and stuff like that. Um I put about an hour into it. This game is gorgeous. Like absolutely gorgeous. And it's <laughs> it's it's going to be weird to say, but it was very soothing cuz it's like a story a story mode game where as you're going through at certain points like the narrator comes in and kind of tells you the story of this marin girl and it's just very mellow, very like really builds you into this character to where I want to know what happened to her father. Like I'm worried that this little girl's not going to find her father so
2: i mean my take on this game is the coolest thing about it is that the game is told the story is told by the narration so as you're moving the narrator is explaining what your character is doing so it's similar to bastion in a way uh if you've ever played that game where it's just really cool where you could if you i mean bastion was a little ridiculous you could stand still and the narrator would eventually be like and Bastion stands there, wasting time. You know, like he narrates you live, and that's kind of what this feels like. Um, but the other cool thing is that all the fantasy or fairy tales that your that your father has been telling you as a child, like your your nighttime stories and all that stuff, yep. you're realizing it's all real. Yep. You're finding it all, and you're realizing, oh man, he was telling the truth. So pretty, pretty cool. I I love yeah. this game for 15 bucks. Yeah, you 14.99. You can't go wrong. Pick
1: it up. Plus, I picked up the book. I haven't uh, cracked into that yet, but you can also purchase a book. Um, yeah. At GameStop, I believe, has it that you can read kind of the storyline along with it as well. So
2: yeah, a lot of this is. I mean, you can probably find it online, but mainly get it from GameStop. They published it, so they're they're supporting this game heavily. You, they got they got Funko Pops. They got all sorts of stuff for this for this game. So if you're a fan, go to GameStop. <sighs> what about Deadite Knight, Sir Ethan? Sir Ethan of Gamingham. So,
0: <laughs> so uh, you know, picked up Overwatch last week. That was sort of what I'd been getting into. And unexpectedly, I was somehow pulled right back into Destiny. I didn't see it coming. Um, this week, the couple times I was trying to game, you know, it seemed like no one was really on Overwatch. And I'd be like, okay, what what are people playing? And I'd see Sci-Fi AJ there running Iron Banner. And I was like, well, I'd rather game with Sci-Fi AJ than game on another game alone so i'd hop in and all of a sudden i was like oh man i got kind of mad at destiny the last couple times i played it but i don't know i just i feel like i'm like a uh an abused spouse. I just I'm coming back for more, and I don't know why. And everyone's like, Ethan, you should get away from Destiny. And nope, I just love it. And so, uh, ha- having a blast uh, running some Iron Banner with Sci-Fi AJ. We decided that our our our, our team name is the the Sci-Fi Knights. So you know, I like it. yeah, Sci-Fi Knights up in this bitch. Uh, and then uh, you know, I know Jazzy hopped down for a little bit. We got a, got a little carried bit of a squad. by Jazzy Fiddle. Yeah, absolutely carried by <laughs> Jazzy. I uh, had a squad going so. It was just cool to get back into it, I, you know, after I'd been sort of salty on Destiny for the last two months. Um, but also, I knew I wasn't going to put in time to rank get rank five. I was just playing just to enjoy playing games with my friends. So, I think I, I approached Destiny a little bit differently this Iron Banner, and that... I don't know. That sort of brought the experience back to being a little more fun, instead of it feeling like a grind. Me telling myself, "I gotta, I gotta hit that level. I gotta hit that level." Because I found that if you hit level five, your rewards are still disappointing. So you shouldn't even get excited <laughs> and try. You should just enjoy playing the game, and I did.
2: Yeah, enjoy being shit on, and you'll enjoy Destiny.
0: Yeah. So, so as much as it was souring on me, and I was really thinking, like, I'm not gonna get Rise of Iron. Now I'm kind of like, oh, uh, maybe I will get Rise of Iron.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'll pick up Rise of Iron. I haven't, I haven't had any interest in Destiny, but uh, when Rise of Iron comes, I'm sure I will. Uh, I'm sure I will revisit the game. But for now, I have been checking out uh, some early access. It was public, so many people checked this out. But over the weekend, we got to play Titanfall Two. Uh, we only got two maps, and we got three game modes, all multiplayer modes. Um, but right away, I can tell that Respawn Entertainment has done a great job listening to their fans and really taking Titanfall 2 and trying to make it what everybody wished Titanfall 1 was. So right out the gate, it's a beautiful game. Looks fantastic. Uh, but I can already feel like like the game... The problem with Titanfall 1, A, was that there wasn't enough to warrant a $60 price tag. Here we're getting we're getting a campaign, we're getting more more maps, we're getting more modes. But the thing I noticed right out the gate is that I felt like my presence on the map actually mattered. The problem with Titanfall 1 is that you just felt like there's guys everywhere. Some of them are some of them are NPCs, some of them are real people, and half the time I'd get 20 kills, and it turned out I never actually killed a real person. I just killed a bunch of NPCs that were running around. And they've they've balanced the, the modes that I played didn't even have NPCs. It was just player versus player. Some had mechs. Some was capture the capture uh, you know the point. But overall, the game speed is fast. It feels good. The new grappling hook functionality that we've all been seeing on on the trailers is a blast. I mean, hooking pretty much any structure and then using your jetpack and just flinging yourself in the air. You feel like Spider-Man. It's basically what you feel like. It, it was a lot of fun. The mechs felt good and they felt different. You only know, got two mechs right now in the demo, but they felt different. They didn't, You know the, the problem with the first game again is you had like only three mechs uh, until DLC came out, but and they, and they all felt pretty much the same except for the lightweight one which felt faster. But but then you died super fast. Here it was like. They're really focusing, like, this one is a fire-based mech, and this one's an electric-based mech, and they really did feel different. So, I'm excited. Uh, you know, we had some struggles. I wasn't very good at the game, because it is very much Call of Duty speed. but oh, over hyper Call of Duty speed. Yeah, but overall, I enjoyed the game, and I look forward to playing it more, and I'm super pumped that it actually has a campaign. I'm really excited about that. The <sighs> big problem with With Titanfall One for me, is that you didn't play it?
1: Was that it was exclusive? Yeah, that system
2: that I don't even know how to call it. Titanfall One was why I bought an Xbox, so you can understand how much how disappointed I was. Right, I paid for a whole system for that game, and then I was like, you know, just I was let down. But big mistake, you know. And then the game died quickly. I was still trying to play it because I wanted I wanted that game to succeed and you go online and it was a ghost town. You it would take you 30 minutes to find a match because there was not enough people on the server. So it was disappointing, but it had promise and it had and the concept was there. And the fact that they stuck with it, they made a second game, they opened it up to to uh, not to be uh, Xbox exclusive. I think they're I think they're going to knock this one out of the park. Yeah.
1: And with it being an alpha test, I mean you did have your your buggy glitches with like Creating parties and oh, yeah. when matches popped up, and you were um, in your customize customizing your character, it wouldn't actually pop up showing you that the match came up. So you would just get kicked out of your your match because you didn't accept it in time because you didn't know it popped. So there's a lot of little things that they, they need to work on. But as as far as a, a what they called the a pre alpha, which it felt more like a beta um, than a pre alpha, it was it was gorgeous.
2: I mean, bottom line, as far as all the mechanics and the front end and things not working right, like, yeah, it's like we can't even, like, you can't even be mad about it. It was free and, and the game's not coming out for another over two months. So, but when we got into a game, did you have any problems? No. This game was smooth. Aside from I was
1: horrible. Well, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's a personal this problem. This
2: game was smooth, and it ran fast, and it looked great. There was no frame rate issues. There was nothing. It just worked, and I was really happy about that. But um, the the one thing I will mention about the front end, even though we had problems with it, is that the promising side is that it looks like they potentially might have created the coolest network of any multiplayer game I've ever seen. They call it The Network, and the idea here is that you're, you're – Everybody can be part of any network they want. You can make your own network. It's just basically a clan. But the way the network works is that you can interact with anybody in your network on an individual basis without even joining into a party with them. You can just highlight their name, hold down R two like old school SoCOM, and talk to them. Be like, hey man, are you in the middle of a game? You want to come join my game? And then pop out. And if you're in a network of 500 people, you could do that to anybody in the network. So we built, uh, you know, Motor City Gaming Group. And we all joined it. And it was cool because even I didn't have to worry about inviting you guys to a party or anything. I just said, invite the network. And it invited all of you. And then we, it made a party for us. The, the uh, system there, the matchmaking system, seems to be real promising. And I, and I really like the, uh, the early looks of it. So, <clears throat> But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, those are, that's what we've been up to, guys. Let us know what you've been up to on the forum at MotorCityGaming.com.
1: All right, four new Pokemon revealed. And if you own a PlayStation, get ready to reach deeper into your pockets. All this and more on the
0: GameZilla Podcast. And the GameZilla Podcast is brought to you every single week by our wonderful sponsor, the Detroit Beard Collective. Now, listen up. Okay, let's say you have a luscious face full of fur. And maybe it gets a little dirty, gets a little smelly, you get some ingrown hairs, you're getting zits in there, it's just rough, it feels like you're, uh, you know, steer wool on your face. You need to treat your beard correctly. And the best way to do that is go to DetroitBeardCollective.com and purchase beard care products to take care of your beard. Talking beard elixirs, beard balms, beard combs, they have everything you need to keep your beard healthy, fresh, and clean, and uh, most importantly, smelling right, looking right. If you're a fella, the ladies will love it. I promise you that. So go to Collective.com and buy yourself some beard care goods. And while you're there, save 20% by using the code MCGAMING on any purchase of $25 or more at DetroitBeardCollective.com.
2: I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching MotorCityGaming.com. Downloading headlines. Download complete.
1: Oh, PlayStation. You're my favorite. You would (laughs) never do anything to upset me. So PlayStation Plus subscription prices will rise next
2: month. What? Yes. I think you meant to say Microsoft Xbox Live prices will rise, right? No. No. Is this some Sony sort of sick joke? PlayStation Plus.
1: <laughs> so the Sony has announced that starting on September 22nd, the PlayStation Plus membership cost will rise for yearly and three month plans in the U.S. and Canada. Um, as far as the U.S. goes, you're looking at a yearly subscription now at 49.99. It'll get raised to 59.99. So $10 increase there. The three month plan. Uh it's 17.99 now it will raise to 24.99 and then the monthly subscription stays at 9.99. <sighs> as far as Canadian prices go, you get screwed cuz they're like double the increase in price and all the, as all the US prices.
2: Right, and let's point out that theirs were the were equal to ours and their increases are double, double than what our increases are. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know what Canada did to piss off Sony, but they're getting they're getting the short end of the deal there. I have a theory. I'm listening.
0: I think Lizard Squad are Canadians
2: <laughs> <laughs> Canadian uh, do it. watch back out do
0: there's going to be a lizard squad attack at the uh, the league championships next weekend and you'll know I'm telling the truth because lizard squad will be right there in the very arena that you're watching league in
1: man don't say that because when I went to watch TSM versus CLG their first game they started to play like about eight minutes in there was a pause and I'm like why'd they pause and one of the characters that the CLG mid laner picked, uh, his name's Allurian Soul. He was glitching to where he was being seen in like multiple bushes at one time, and it was like he, it's not supposed to happen. So they literally had to try to figure out how to fix it. Couldn't. So then they had to remake the first game completely, and then they banned Allurian Soul from from play because they he was glitching.
0: Wow. So, so, so you saying that there could be an attack is really freaking me out. All right, I'm calling it <laughs> lizard Squad are Canadians, and and Sony knows it, and that's why uh, they're cracking down on Canada. Sorry to our, our friends up north, eh? But
2: I'm calling it. All right, let's get back to the story though. Sony <laughs> wants to just raise their prices for the first time since 2010. Yep, it's been six years since they've decided. I mean, shit, six years ago, I never even played. I never paid. For for PlayStation Plus six years ago. PlayStation
0: you, The PlayStation to play online used to be it, completely it, free. It was free,
2: yeah. So, the... Uh, I mean, people are losing their mind over this. It's $10 over the course of 12 months. Yeah. So, it's not... For me, it's not like it's something that's ridiculous. It'd be different if they came out like, oh, it's $100 now, like double the price. Now given the people that are upset are you are raising your price and you haven't been delivering in currently, is, is their statement. Like, let's be honest, the last uh, three, four months, maybe this year practically, the entire year, the free games have not been the greatest. We've gotten some okay indie games, but we're not getting, you know, Sunset Overdrive. We're not getting, you know... Full-fledged games like whoa, Xbox games. Whoa,
0: you're telling me that you haven't been getting your hoops on in uh, NBA 2K15 or whatever was free?
2: No, I did not. You're not hooping? No, I did not get that game. I did not. Now, statistically, <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> statistically, over over the whole um, network. So, if you own like uh, a Vita and and the PlayStation, they actually have a higher dollar amount that you're saving on the PlayStation Plus free games.
2: Because it's across three plus... Yeah, platforms. I do
1: That
2: doesn't mean anything to
0: me.
1: Because <laughs> you I can t- technically change, get six free They're giving free free you games more free month.
0: money for your price.
1: No.
2: I did that, yeah. that That is the most scapegoat answer that they could give you. <laughs> but I, I just... It, uh, the The only thing, I, the other thing that bugs me is Sony's statement, which was, the new pricing reflects the current market conditions while enabling us to continue providing exceptional value to our members. So what you're telling me is right now you're probably, you're, you should be making more money than ever before. Okay, you are doing. Your system is doing way better than the PS3 in its life in its life cycle in its current life cycle. You are you're bringing PlayStation VR out. You're you're the only console system that's supporting VR currently. Like what? What exactly does uh, the current market conditions mean when you haven't changed your price in six years? Six years ago, the market was different three years ago the market was different today is the, the market is different you chose to wait six years and then change your price it better be because when we start seeing that all of a sudden we're getting more all of a sudden these next couple months coming up you're going to drop some bombs on us um, you're going to offer maybe for your VR fans right out the gate here's a free VR game I don't know but you need to do something if you're going to up at 10 bucks per user and you're and, and when we think about what your you know your imprint is on the industry that's a lot of money so what are you doing with it what? Okay. This is me what one, they're doing. Give okay? me one sentence. This doesn't tell me si- shit. This is very
1: simple. This is what they're doing. You know, like the the network guy. Can you hear me now? Switch networks, right? He, The guy who created all of this amazingness for the PlayStation Plus is probably going to go try to fix Xbox's horrible store, so they need more money to keep in the PlayStation.
2: Where did you get that that's, story that's from? That's
1: speculating gibberish. Yeah, so, <laughs> That
2: but, came out of my
0: head, and that's... Yeah. The, that's Correct. Stupid. Uh,
2: (laughs) Thank you, Ethan. Thank you. So
0: let's just assume that almost every PS4 owner has PlayStation Plus. Almost everyone does, right?
2: I'm sure it's a high percentage.
0: So if I'm doing my math right, there's over 40,000 PS4s sold. 40 million. Yeah, over 40 million. Yes. So does that mean that they're going to make an extra $400 million this year? Am I doing my math right?
2: You're doing your math right, yeah.
0: They better give us some good stuff <laughs> with 400 million more dollars. They got to play for throw- PlayStation VR, man. I'm fine throwing down 10 more dollars a year. But h- hook you boys up with some good games. Yeah. The best game that they've given out since I've been on PlayStation Plus since when was that J- uh, January is really when I started the the PS Plus Bro Force. It's, Which isn't? A, it's not a sixty dollars game. It's not, but it's the it's that's the best game that they've that's the most fun I've had in a game that they've given us. You know, iZombie I zombie or whatever it was zombie. That game kind of
2: sucked. <laughs> that game kind of, kind of, yeah.
0: NBA two <laughs> K just really wasn't that
2: fun. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: basketball. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and then people are still like, they're like, "Well, Rezogun's Gun's the shit. You got Rezogun Gun like a year ago, man. Like, I, mean, I might be a little, little." Jump with the gun. Maybe it's not a year ago. It's damn close. Stop living in the past. You haven't gotten anything good, and now they want to raise the price. So why Super Meat Boy? It is is it because I think I paid for Super Meat Boy? So I don't even care. I definitely
0: did the yeah. like the day I hooked up my system. It was on sale for like four bucks, and I'm like yes.
2: So there you go. You got a four dollar game for free. Congratulations. Can you get, <laughs> give us ten dollars more every year? Like. Either, either they're having a harder time making the deal with a company to give their game away for free for a month. Like, I don't know what the relationship between developer and Sony is when it comes to that deal. I'm assuming Sony wants that game, and they're either saying, hey, by giving it away for free, you're going to get a crazy exposure, or B, they give that developer at least a little bit of money and say make it free for a month. I don't know what the, what the deal is. But if you're going to take more money from the, the end user... Plus, then you have to improve your product. You have to improve download speeds, for God's sakes. The download speeds of PlayStation Plus or, or PlayStation Network are god awful.
0: Oh, I just want to throw some out real quick because it's, it's it's on subject. If if we were to go ahead and oh never mind, never mind. Let me let me get my numbers together. I didn't do it right. You keep talking. Okay, so <laughs> I, don't how, I don't know how I got all messed up.
2: I just I just you have to improve your product. Like you've done a good job. the ch- the, ch- the party system is better. You know, it used to be terrible. That's why Xbox. That's why I liked Xbox. It was so much easier to have a party chat in Xbox. Now you've done a good job with that, but you have to continue. Download speeds have to be improved. The store has to be improved. the the uh, the giveaway since you're using it as such a big piece. The free games per month have to be better.
0: I'm just gonna throw this out there. It seems we could probably get some pretty good games with the extra. 300, uh, $33,333,333 per month, roughly, that Sony's going to have. So 33 and a third million is the extra they're going to make per month on this race. They should be able to throw down $33 million and, and get us some some better free games.
2: So that's that's the point exactly, is that we look at it as a $10, oh, it's 10 bucks, not a big deal. That's what they want us to see.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: But when you think of it on the overall scale, and you're just factoring in the the PS4 uh, group, you're not factoring in the fact that people still pay P- PS Plus and still own a PS3. They still pay PS Plus and own a Vita. Oh, yeah. So there's that network is larger than just the PS4 base. But even just the PS4 base, even if it's only 60% conversion rate that has PlayStation Plus, it's still millions and millions of dollars for what so we you have to see something
0: absolutely you have
2: to yeah and it has and and, and honestly if it's going to happen the 22nd yeah. i think september 7th when you're going to when you're going to come out here and you're going to and you're going to have your big convention about your about you know neo and all that stuff right then you probably should announce how the playstation network is also getting improved right then and there
0: you know, if it's ten extra dollars a month, and they're gonna, uh, you know, give us a discount on what is it, PlayStation View, the the like TV service? Sure, I I'd, I'd be down with that. Sure. You know, like there has to be new perks added for the extra ten dollars a month. Yep, a, a music streaming yeah. service that's better than Spotify or something. You know, there has Cause, to be because
1: you're gonna you're gonna lose fan base at that point. Like to play devil's advocate. Sony has to take care of their fans so that they don't lose them because the extra $10 a month, if you're already on the PlayStation Network, you could be like, I ain't paying that extra $10 a month and you're not going to pay for it the first month and then you're going to realize that your your boy Grimlock, the Dino 9, is like, hey, Jazzy, I want you to play video games with me. And you're like, shit, I want to play with my friends. I have to get the PlayStation Network. And you're going to pay the $10, yeah, the extra 10 bucks. But, so you're going to lose fans.
2: This year on Xbox Live, okay? And, and here we are. I'm going to use Microsoft against Sony for once. Xbox Live, you get The Crew. A full-price racing game by Ubisoft. You get Sunset Overdrive, my, one of arguably one of my favorite, probably my number two game on the system since launch. You get The Wolf Among Us, one of Telltale's best best series. You get Lords of the Fallen. You know, an older game, but still a full retail game. It just keeps going on and on, and this, and so people are like, "Well, you get P- uh, your answer to the PS3 and the Vita freebies too. They're giving away Gears of War two. They're giving away Tron. They're giving away Dead Space. They're giving away. They give away all their big names on Xbox because they know they're they're otherwise they're useless at right this point. They're not making any money off those games anymore. So the fact that you're going to sit there, uh, Killer Instinct Ultimate Edition Season One, you get the full game Xbox One, like things like that, that." It, um, is what we should be seeing on PlayStation side. You need, you need titled games because your
1: avid video gamer that is huge into video games is going to pick up games like super meat Boy. It's going to pick up games like Guacamelee and they're going to love these games and they're going to be appreciative of that. But your, your average run of the mill gamers, unless they see a
2: big title that all their friends are playing, they're not going to play any of that. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, uh, I'm, concern but i think if sony here's sony's move if they come out september 7th and they drop they drop the ball and say check out the new playstation network and they just unload a whole new network that's going to launch it'll instantly I'll, I'll 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 not care anymore i'll be like all right cool they put money up they put money ahead of themselves dumped it into their network and this price range is this price, this price rate uh, raise is to recoup some of that they spent fifty million right here. They're gonna make up thirty, you know, or whatever like that. You know, that's that's what I want to see. But um, you know, there's no rumors about it. It's just this is just me yeah. being like, I'd like to see that. Hopefully, we'll find out September seventh. But there but- is something that we are going to see on the seventh, probably. It's almost per- like hundred percent confirmed at this point. What is it?
1: Neil. No. Horizon Zero Dawn. No, it's that's, the- it's all I go to. It's all about Horizon Zero Dawn.
0: Anyway. You want me to cut his mic? I, I guess so. I don't. I, don't, <laughs> I lead. Them in. I, I,
1: I, have, I lead you I into. Th- I haven't been into that that much. I, lead I like. You, to, I like to go in surprise, so that I'm super surprised. I lead, lead, lead you into the <laughs>
2: next story, and that's how you go. I give. I give you just. A, a, I wasn't
1: done with this story. All right. Oh really? You have to tell people that if they want to avoid these charges, you already they need did to that. Turn off auto renewal before September twenty second. I never said that.
2: Yeah. No one cares. No one's gonna turn it off. You need it.
1: Plus, what about all our fans in the UK and Australia? None of these changes are hitting them, so they get to keep all of their original prices. so far. Yeah. Stay tuned for possible increases. Cause in we'll, your, Yeah. Because <laughs> on your September seventh,
2: we'll find out that the Neo and and everything else is coming out uh, first with us. But when they get it, that's when their price jump will happen. Right.
1: So to get into your Horrible teaser because I wasn't done with my story. No one
2: cares. No one cares. Guys, just so you know, PlayStation 4 Slim has been leaked because Jazzy doesn't want to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to give you the real news. Jazzy's holding back. He's like, I don't know. He's trying to keep the fans of, the Motor,
0: City, of Motor City Gaming and the the podcast down, by withholding information from them.
2: He wants the first Slim before any of you because he's an asshole. I am not You're
0: getting the You're a conspirator a <laughs> and you've been bought by corporate America and... You're a son of a bitch! (laughs) Team Lizard, I'm Canadian.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, yesterday... like Team Rocket. (laughs) (laughs) Lizard Squad. (laughs) Yesterday, over in Europe, some images popped up of a uh, weird-looking system with a box and everything that was reported to be a PlayStation Slim, PlayStation 4 Slim. Uh, it is pictured... You can find the pictures on our on our social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, but it is next to a normal PS4, so you can see the size difference, which is uh, pretty significant. Yeah. And you can tell that it's... Um, I don't know, it's watered down. There's no LED light on the top of it anymore. It's just a flat black with like a glossy PlayStation logo on the top. You got buttons right on the front for your power and stuff. But the bottom was interesting. All the rubber feet on the bottom of the system are actually the uh, buttons Buttons of the controller. controller. So triangle, square, circle, X. And um, the system, I mean, it looks great. Yeah. The reason why, and so this guy that got got a whole, he bought this. He somehow is able to buy this, and on the back of the box, there's Horizon Zero Dawn. There's like advertisements for games coming up. Uh, so even so, like people are like, oh well, you know, in the in this in this age of 3D printing and everything, it could be fake. If this is fake, this guy uh, needs a job. Like like someone needs to hire this man because because it looks. One hundred percent authentic. They they have come out and confirmed that he purchased it somehow. And the reason being why how you could get one that's in a box like that is because the rumors are on the seventh, Sony's going to come out and say they're available, or
0: now, right. or
2: they're available next week. Yep, you know, like it's going to be that for. it's going to be that quick. And it's basically a nice nice little jab at Microsoft to say, hey, you know, nice job with your with your uh, slim model, but here's ours. Yep. And let's watch them come out with a price drop too, or something. Like they're they're gonna come out swinging and just take. You
0: think, f- you think that Slim's gonna come out at two fifty? It very well or
2: 279. could. two seventy nine. It very well could.
0: Especially with the information. I'll go with trying to push.
2: Yeah. And the Neo's gonna come out too. Yeah. And we don't even know. Like, is the Neo gonna be a Scorpio level, or is it gonna be like something a little less? I'm I'm following a little less than what the Scorpio is, but at the same time, if you're gonna come out with a system that's four hundred let's say to go along with your four hundred uh VR and your Scorpio's eight hundred, so there you go, you can get these two you can get you can be in VR and everything for the price of a Scorpio that has no VR, right? Like right. I could see the marketing around that. But when you come out with the Slim that's that much smaller, and technology's been around a little bit longer that you that, that as far as manufacturing costs, you've had to bring them down now. Coming out at two fifty would be That would be amazing. It would be amazing.
0: Big time stuff for Sony. Do you think...
2: Right before the holiday.
0: Do you think that the Scorpio will be compatible with... What is it? uh, What's the other big headset? The one Facebook owns now? Oculus. Oculus. Do you think Scorpio will be be compatible with Oculus?
2: (sighs) Maybe because the Scorpio is going to start a new generation of gaming in the console area. I believe the Scorpio might have... Uh, upgradable parts. Yeah, and it's basically the Scorpio is like on the verge of being a PC tower, so it being able to support VR in some form, maybe that's what I was thinking. I think you could support, and, and you know, and then you could offer these developers like, hey, you don't even have to necessarily put it on disc for Xbox. You, we, we will let you push it through the Xbox Store, which is already connected to our Windows PCs, which our Windows PCs are VR compatible. So they have they have the infrastructure already to allow it. Um, they just need the system to be able to power it. Which
1: I would think it would. Seems I, like I they're so. going for like an, an upgradable parts kind of steam box almost.
2: Well, I think this is the next generation of console gaming. We, we've seen hints of it, and I think what we're going to see here is that the next generation, the full next generation, you're going to be able to, you know, uh, upgrade the hard drive. Easy if you want. You're going to be able to put more RAM in it. You're going to be able to do these things yeah. to your console that you've never been able to do. That you have been able to do with the PC on a very easy, you know,
1: way. And you'll be able to go to their websites and build your
2: own console. Yeah. And yeah. And I think it it could be the. I think that could kill if they go that way. I think console gaming could die because you're competing with an industry that's already existed forever. PC gaming has been around for a long, long time. And to come in and be like, we're going to act like you when we never have before, and that's what's kept us exclusive and given us a little bit of a, at least a different feel. Now you're going to go away from that. It scares me.
0: The the one thing that's made console gaming different, and it's to back up that point, is... For most situations, let's not count the expansion pack on the N sixty four and various add ons like that. For the most part, you buy the system and you can play the games that launch with it all the way up to the game, the last game published on it, without having to upgrade your system. You know, there's a few exceptions to that rule, but you know, it's minor. Where in the PC world. Yeah, you might be able to use that gaming PC for a longer period of time, but you may eventually you're going to have to upgrade your RAM, upgrade your graphics cards, those sort of things to keep up with being able to have your yeah. system perform. And, the pe- and that's one of the reasons console has stayed separate. You can you can buy it, hand it to a child, and that kid can use it for ten years yeah. and never have to worry about upgrades or anything like yeah. that. It happened in
1: our stream. We had the person win our stream, and they were like, for No Man's Sky, and they were like, no, I want the the PlayStation 4 version because my computer won't run No Man's Sky.
2: No computer will run No Man's right. Sky right now, but... <laughs> I mean, and that's exactly it. And, and to the point for PC, to support PC, is that the people that enjoy PC gaming, they enjoy the fact that they get to tinker with their system. Absolutely. That 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 is, like, I've built, I built a, a monster rig, and I loved building it. I don't play a lot of games on it. I edit video and do photography on it, and that's more or less what I enjoy it for, but building that thing was fun, and when I had a problem right out the gate, and I had to kind of take it apart and rebuild it, it was just extra fun for me. I was like, cool, I get to do it over again, Like, but some people don't care about that. Some people, like like what Ethan said, some people just grab their system, plug it in, and they just want a game, and I get that too. I, I am a hybrid. I like both sides, but... I understand that they should be separate. They should have that divider. The second you try to come over to this world that this that's already established, I just don't see how you're going to win in that. So again, a Scorpio, unless you're going to give it exclusive games, which you already have come out and said you're not going to because everything right. you buy you can play on your computer. I just don't like Then what is the why am I going to spend $800 on that? Now when I go look at PlayStation, and you come out with a 400. Maybe the Neo comes out at 500. Right? People are gonna lose their shit. We're back at PS3 launch now, 500. But in my head, I know that if I buy that and I buy the PlayStation VR, I can have experiences that I cannot have anywhere else. Yes, I could buy an Oculus. Yes, I could buy a Vive. But the the software, the exclusive software that's over here, is what's gonna make me go buy a Neo and make me go buy a PlayStation VR because I want to play. Resident Evil VR. I want to play those specific rigs. I do want I want to, I can't wait to play rigs. So things like that that um is why you need that separation, I think. I think yeah. place, Microsoft shot themselves in the foot with taking anything that was exclusive and now it's not exclusive anymore.
0: Yep they just, they just cross platform data uh, but but to to defend microsoft in in that regard how are you going to get exclusives you can't. when people look and go there's twice as many playstations in the market why should we be exclusive to you and that's that was their solution was we'll sell it on pc too and the, and think there's endless pcs and then the developer goes okay that's a compromise yes i see that that opportunity that's the reason they did it yeah it's it's because they know the xbox brand currently is not strong enough to reel in exclusives.
2: I think the long run, though, they 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 hurt themselves because yes, because of that, Very, it, it's a de- it was yeah. a
0: desperation move yeah. without a doubt. So
2: here's two options. In my if I was Microsoft, they went option A. And they decided to open it up to PC developers. Came on board, right? And they will sell and they got games that way. It does not directly mean they're going to sell any extra systems. Correct. Okay. Now.
0: It, mean, it if, means they have the opportunity to get more software, more software for the systems they've already sold, which hopefully sold.
2: would might might sell might sell a couple more systems. consoles. Now, if I went out, okay, and this is an example. Let's just say, let's say Destiny Two is right around the corner, and and I'm Microsoft, and I went all in and just threw all my money at it. Not all my money, but I threw a huge chunk of money and said Destiny Two is Xbox exclusive. Jazzy would be buying an Xbox right now. I would be using yeah. my Xbox again. Okay, that that is that's how you you acquired a game that you that you believe in, and you now you have just made your system relevant again. That's the problem. The Xbox One, I go in, I look at their shelf of all their games, I go, none of these are exclusive. None of these I need an Xbox to play besides I can count them on probably my two hands, and they're all old. Nothing's new. You know, minus Quantum Break, which was a letdown. Like, what have you done? Gears is your hope. That's that's what yep. you got. Gears. What's after? The problem for me is what's after Gears.
0: Recore.
2: Re-core is before Gears. Oh, okay. but <laughs> but Recore's not Recore's not going to be that game that sells their system for Correct. them. Okay, I'm going to love Recore. I, I have a feeling, but Gears is going to be that. That push.
0: What, what they need to do, what, what you're saying is they need to go out and sign a developer to bring a big name IP to their system. What they could have done, I mean, we know Square has a great relationship with Sony, but had they got Final Fantasy to be exclusive to Xbox, that would have been the bigot. They need to get a big fish that is out there and in the wild and make it an Xbox yep. exclusive opposed to convincing just that big homeowners.
1: fish to swim away from the giant food pile of, it's funny. of it's, Sony <laughs> yeah, just, have it's the gonna money. be hard you're gonna
2: have to give them a lot of money but if you got <laughs> if you did it though it would instantly reflect your sales yep and by doing that you would get developers because you're because oh man you went from 20 million they were at 40 million they're at 50 million now but you're at 40 million mm-hmm. you closed the gap yeah. You're more now now it's valuable where we can see momentum on your side, we're going to side with you.
1: So anyways, in this skinny cow version of the PlayStation that uh, could potentially come out cuz it probably got leaked. Um it's going to take away a lot from the bruising of your arms when you go to eject your game and you hit the corner of your PlayStation 4 now because they've rounded all the corners, you know, made it nice and sleek.
2: We're not an idiot like you. I can eject my game. Listen, just fine. I've never okay. been
1: injured by
0: my PlayStation. Well, I make love. I make sexual
2: love that? to my PlayStation, and it's good. I don't have a single bruise on my body unless it was meant to be.
0: That's great. J- so, Gr- <laughs>
2: Grim is... is- I like it is rough. Your,
0: is your PlayStation hurting you? Do we need to talk about that?
2: No, we don't need to talk about it. Yeah. Yes, it's hurting me because I want it to. <laughs> Do we need to make a party chat support group? Listen, I, listen. all I'm saying Does is there I gave need it- to be a community about this? All I'm saying is I gave it $10 more a year, and all of a sudden now it whips me with leather, okay? And I like it.
0: Okay,
1: okay. So, uh, new sun and moon Pokemon have been revealed.
0: Ebon Capone, take it away. We all know right, this is let's specialty. talk about a few of these new pocket monsters that are coming at us, all right? So uh, I would say in general, we've been getting a lot of real mixed reviews uh, coming out of the, I believe is the Aloha region for Pokemon. And now I don't know. <laughs>
2: They're like, hey, let's take all the old ones and change their color and stretch them out and we'll make a new Pokemon game.
0: Absolutely,
2: <laughs> uh, a lot of new forms. Uh,
0: you know, we've seen uh, there's now an Aloha Raichu, which is like it's like surfing on its tail, like a thunderbolt, uh, and it's now Psychic type as well. You know, they're they're they're, they're real. They're they're realizing what people complain about uh, when you look at the the fifth generation of Pokemon, which was uh, black and white. People hate that generation because they say so many of the Pokemon were stupid. So what do they do in the sixth generation? They only added, like, 60 Pokemon, and then they brought back a ton of Gen 1 Pokemon. And now what are they doing here in the sixth generation? They, I mean, seventh generation? They're reforming old Pokemon... Uh, so they're they're trying to keep familiarity to bring people back into the brand. So uh, you know, we, I don't want to dive into all of these new forms. I do really like the Marowak, which is a Ghost Fire. So it's like spinning a fiery bone. I think that one's pretty cool. Um, but we have uh, we have Pokemon. Let's see if I can pull up the names of some of these. Uh, so we have uh, Kreb Brawler, which is a boxing crab. He's a fighting. Uh, he's my favorite. I like type. Him. Yeah. Uh, he looks he looks like he's a pimp. Not as much of a pimp as Snorlax. Um, let's see some of the other ones here. We have uh Sandygast <laughs> and no. uh
1: which is a pile of sand,
0: polo sand, which are uh ghost ground type, which I don't think there was a ghost ground type at all prior, uh, but they are haunted sandcastles, so yeah, that one's cool too. As, as stupid as some of these Pokemon are, a lot of them are ghost type Pokemon, and you're like, yeah, chandelier, haunted chandelier. I'm like, ah, okay, that's kind of cool, in my opinion, but again, I tend to like things that suck, so <laughs> um, you know, shots of chandelier, um, but then we also have stuffle, which is like a stuffed bear. Pokemon, it's very that's explicitly what it is. I think it is. Uh, it looks like it. It does
2: look like it's pooping marshmallows. Okay. Yeah, it, we, yeah, we it
0: played a little bit too much
1: chubby bunny. Yeah, we and had. It's got like
2: <laughs> we had a uh, we had a comment uh, on our Facebook about this. They're like, listen, I like the new ones, but like, I, I get it. It's supposed to be a stuffed animal, but it looks like it's crapping out marshmallows. Yeah, absolutely. And it's really supposed to be a tag, but like the placement is just piss poor.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I uh, one of the, one of the ones that. You know, outside of the new forms, outside of some of the legendaries, you have the one that it's a little ghost type that looks like a haunted Pikachu because it wants to look like Pikachu, so people will love it. I think that one's kind of a unique Pokemon. I think it's gonna be fun dark to as with. shit. It's pretty, it's pretty twisted. <laughs> um, but I also like there's one I think it's called Wishy Washy or Wishy Wishy. Yes. Which it looks like it's this generation's Magikarp, where it looks like it's a fish that really, really sucks forever. And once it hits a certain level, you can kind of mega evolve it into a school, and it becomes this giant fish made out of fish. <laughs> Uh, and it looks super cool. So that's actually, so far, that's the, that's the Pokemon I'm the most excited about, uh, seeing for this generation. So they're continue to rolling some stuff out. They've also, you know, announced a few more, uh, tweaks and a few more things about the game. Uh, but it is, you know, now late August game drops in November. And if you, uh, keep your eye at, uh, facebook.com slash MotorCityGaming, that's where, uh, every time a new video, uh, Announcement from the Pokemon Company is released. We go ahead and post it there, and we'd love for you to chime in and tell us which Pokemon you love, which Pokemon you hate, and which Pokemon you're ready to train. Does
1: did Pokemon does Pokemon listen to the Gamezilla podcast? I think so. Because I uh, think about this, right? So the one thing that we really wanted was being able to crossbreed and create a different type of Pokemon. I don't want that. You so, you want take, that. so you take <laughs> cr- so you take so you take Crabby and you breed it with a Hitmonchan. Bam, Crabrawler. I mean, they did it for us. I want the ability to do it, right? Which they, I mean,
0: but they love that idea, and they're like, "We're just going to steal it and then just create Pokemon that way."
2: Yeah, I mean, sure.
0: See, what I wanted, and they're clearly listening, is just haunted everything.
2: Yeah, everything haunted. <laughs> everything haunted. <laughs> Let's make it ghost type, and I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Ghost yeah.
0: sand canceled.
2: All right, guys. We're going to cover uh, the upcoming games. So most of these games are dropping today so, today. so you will be able to pick them up now. You can just listen to this show while you're driving, drive safe, and go pick up these games because most of them are amazing. So Grab your
0: keys. Run to your car. Take us with you.
2: Yeah. Let's start with Dos X, Mankind Divided. Deus X? Sorry. Deus X. I don't know why I said Dose X. Because Dos you Se- want a X. I was thinking Doseki. Deus X, <laughs> Mankind <laughs> Divided. Is coming out today for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. This is the everybody's been waiting for this game. It is the sequel to uh, the previous uh, previous game that came out on the last generation. Um, it, it is it looks fantastic. If you are a fan of Deus Ex, you will uh, you, you're gonna pick this up. You're gonna love it. It's a follow up to uh, Human Revolution. So. Uh, we got our new Madden, Madden NFL 17 coming out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Uh, another, another, you know, form of Madden. I'm not gonna get too much into it. It's football. There you go. The big one for PS4 exclusive, The King of Fighters 14. I believe that's 14. Um, it's in Roman numerals, so I'm it's pretty four- sure that's a 14. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so this is the next um, PlayStation exclusive fighting game. Hopefully, they did better job. In Street Fighter Five.
0: they've made fourteen of these games? I've not even played one. Yeah, it's uh, never played a King of Fighters. King
2: of Fighters. King. Of, so, and then here is my big one. the The one I've been waiting for is Inside, PlayStation Four version, coming out today on the uh, downloadable on the PlayStation Network. Uh, it is already available on PC and Xbox One. We got it last, and it is the long awaited Limbo follow up from developer Playdead. So I am excited. You're, uh, you swing between beautiful, haunting, and terrifying. Sometimes it is all three at the exact same time. From there, it adds intrigue, wonder, and shock on top of those and never lets up. For that reason, it's best if you take my word for it and go in completely blind to discover it for yourself. But if you need to be convinced, keep reading more on this visually stunning, thought-provoking, mysterious masterpiece. That is the statement here on IGN that we're reading this article from. Um, I have watched some videos of this. I am a huge fan of Limbo, and I cannot wait to get my hands on this now that it's dropping on the PS4. Next up, we have Metrico, which was uh, was on the Vita. Uh, It is now downloadable on your PS4. So that is uh that is also available. Here's a really good one that we're all excited for: a new worms game. That's right. Yes, worms. Worms.
0: White worms.
2: WMD. I'm not sure if they actually tell me what that's word, what that, what that means. Do you know what it means?
0: WMD. Yep. Worms of Mass Destruction? Worms Must Die Unchained. There you go. You got oh, it. Oh,
2: damn. Worms Must Die Unchained, and um, it is available for the PC and Mac as well as the PS4 and Xbox One, and that, I mean, if you're a Worms fan, we, we all got to be excited about that, right? And then, uh, again, on the PS4 and the Vita, Alone with You drops another interesting game. Um, it is a horror game. Uh, an indie horror, and it looks pretty interesting. So if you're right up, right up our alley. And then lastly, um, Armacrog is the PS4 and Wii and Wii U versions are coming out. So downloadable on PS4 and Wii U, Armacrog is a point and click adventure uh, project that comes from the minds of the uh, famed creator Doug Tinnepel, and it is a um, it's all like claymation point and click but it's all claymation and, and looks the art style looks really cool so you um, should have a lot of fun with that but those are some games that are dropping today guys, you can check them out uh, I know I'm going to be picking up uh, Dales X for sure and I cannot wait again to Inside. go download Inside Inside, can't all right. wait Well, guys that's been the Attack on the News, for these topics and much more news, visit our Facebook page, Facebook com backslash motor city gaming. Retrieving emails from info at motorcitygaming.com. All right, Grimlock the Dino Nine, your gamezilla mailbox is now up to date. Let's get it started, guys. Thanks for sending in all of your questions to info at motorcitygaming.com. You can also leave your questions at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you will always see our post saying, it's recording day. Leave your questions here. We'll give you a shout-out, and we'll give you our opinions. Let's get started with Sci-Fi AJ chiming in. When you you guys are packing for a trip like Toronto, what is your go-to piece you have to pack? I know you guys have plenty of gaming-related snapbacks and tees, but what's your can't travel without? Can't travel without. I mean, yeah, you got to have the swag, right? So we're always bringing the Motor City gaming swag mixed with some of our favorite just gaming nerd swag. I'm always rocking... Jazzy and I are always rocking hats. You got to have the snap. I got to have the snap. So if it's it's a Zelda hat that's a really cool-looking hat... Or Nintendo controller. <laughs> he's just, by Greg just shaking his head at me. Just shaking his head at me. Or uh, you know, some one of my favorites would be my my retro Sonic hat uh, now signed by Greg Miller. So I don't wear that one as much. Well, I don't wear that one anymore. But uh, yeah, some sort of cool snapback. Let me and, ask you a question though, real quick. So so you were wearing that hat, correct? I was, yes.
1: So. Now that you're not wearing it anymore because it's signed by somebody that you love, Greg Miller. He is a he's a
2: hero of mine. Yes. Yeah.
1: So what did you have to do now that you couldn't wear that hat?
2: I uh, I researched real hard of uh, games that I've played and understand at uh, ultra level, and by based off of that, I did an analysis to decide which hat I should probably acquire. You should have fucking told me that. <laughs> I went out and bought a hat, okay? Because that's what I did. I'm well aware. I was right there with you. You're like, what do you, what do you think of this hat? And I was like, that's a pretty sweet hat. Cool, I'm going to buy it. We never had the discussion if you've ever played Zelda or not. <laughs> we were in Seattle. I was like, yeah, man, if you're a Zelda fan, get it. It looks cool. The <sighs> simple he,
0: assumption is that, yes, you've played Zelda. Yeah, but correct? some, I mean. You were deceiving us.
2: Back to this question. Some, some things that we always have to bring is our handhelds. So if it's, a, yep. if it's a 3DS or if it's a Vita, we always like being able... You know, sometimes we're stuck in two-hour-long lines to be able to get hands-on with something or interview somebody. So it's great to have something to pass the time uh, that doesn't kill your phone since you need it most of the day. Um, so, yeah, I like the handhelds. Those are definitely a go-to yeah. for me.
1: And aside from, like, all of our equipment, because we are a gaming company, so we have to take, you know, laptop or headphones or all the cameras, all that stuff... Um, for me, honestly, and it's not really a, a piece of gear as much as it is my music. Because, like, every time I go somewhere, I have to have, like, that that video game type music that I'm into at the
2: time to pump me up for that trip. Friday, we will be getting into the vehicle. We will be hooking up to some League of Legends, uh, what is it, war? Uh, war songs. War songs. It's a whole, like, electronic album of League of Legends music that's amazing. We're gonna jam all the way to Toronto with it. Yep. And that way we're gonna be amped uh, when we get there. But I mean yeah that Astros are, are a huge piece. Astros always have to come with me and we're rocking them onto the plane, you know, staying comfortable. Um I know I know producer Ethan hasn't necessarily made it on one of our trips yet, but I know he's taken trips on airplanes, on places. What are some things that as a gamer you have to have with you?
0: Uh, like you said, handheld. Got to have the 3DS. Uh, got to have at least some earbuds so I can get some tunes going. I got all, all stuff you guys covered. Let's see. Is there anything unique to me? Uh, my panda bear pillow pet so I can snuggle on the plane. There
2: you go. I don't judge you one bit.
0: I've I've never taken it. Uh, that was a joke. Oh,
2: man. Damn. can't can't judge you. Yep.
1: I still have my you, like you know what, childhood t- teddy bear. That even though I'm a uh, 32 and a grown ass man, like whenever I get like sick and I'm feeling little down, man, I sleep with that, and it just makes me yeah. feel comfortable. Naked, like, naked. yeah, I, I can't oh, run naked you for that. For sure.
0: I think a Snapchat was sent out of uh, me cuddling Sully from Monsters Inc. the other day, watching Disney movies <laughs> it with my sure wife. Was, it oh sure yeah, was. man, no shame in that. Yeah. So, uh, oh, that that is one thing that travels with the wife and I is our giant stuffed. Uh, we have like a pillow size Finding you. So, in all honesty, we do travel with that. So there you go.
2: Uh, Follow up question is: Also, showers at night or in the morning or both? <laughs> when you're at a convention that runs the whole damn clock, yeah, showers are sometimes optional when it comes to the fact that okay, we go to the convention, we capture all this content, now we gotta come back and we gotta cut it all up. We gotta make it. We gotta get it out to you guys. Like it's a full day. So I generally knowing how early I have to get up sometimes to get started the next day, if I have the time, I will take a shower at night. If not, I'll go jump in the in in the hotel pool, get my chlorine cleanse on, and just call it a day.
1: Yeah.
0: That counts as a shower. Yeah. If, you're, if you smell yeah. like chlorine, you're as good as clean to me.
1: That's yeah, right. When you go to these conventions, you you sacrifice something else in order to shower. So, like, if I wake up, I'm either showering or I'm eating breakfast. There's no <laughs> two. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> you could eat some toaster strudels in the shower. Uh,
1: if there was the ability to heat up your toaster strudel in the hotel room, then I would do that. You can microwave some strudes. We haven't we haven't had a hotel room with a microwave yet, have we? What? I don't think all yeah. the hotel rooms we've got we haven't had a microwave. Anymore. I
2: don't know. I go down and I, I have oh, like yeah. glorious breakfast every yeah. day, so I don't worry about the yeah, microwave. I guess the
0: microwave isn't standard in hotel rooms. Yeah. No. Yeah.
2: They normally have it's not you're gonna, some like, sort of restaurant, like at least
1: a, con- a continental breakfast. So if we're like in a rush we just grab like, you know, some bagels and some bananas to go. But typically, we'll have enough time. We get up a little early to go down and have like. A Listen, nice the breakfast.
2: Seattle breakfast for Pax Prime was so good. We had it every morning. Every morning. <laughs>
1: every morning. Okay,
2: it may have made me a little bit slower on the on the conference floor, but it was so good. All right, next question, though. Thank you for your question, Sci-Fi AJ. How if you hear me? We got we got button masher Caleb up next, and he says, "Thanks for reading my email from last week. It makes the four hundred dollar international data charge worth it." to hear your guys' valuable opinions. God, I hope that's not true. Well,
0: this just in, Caleb's kids aren't going to college.
2: (laughs) I love that you talked so much about Witcher 3 last week. I know Jazzy, Jade, and myself know the game is one of the greats, but to hear Jay say it without beating, beating uh, beating it shows how much of an impact Witcher 3 has made. I've done every mission in the main game and the Heart of Stone DLC. I am playing through Blood and Wine DLC now. I'm actually avoiding playing through the last DLC because I have such a love for Witcher 3 that I'm going to be depressed when I'm finished with it. Two questions for you. Has there been a game you love so much that you forced yourself not to play it for weeks at a time just so you could stretch out the time your time with it? Absolutely. Yes, I had one that that uh, recently happened, and it was uh, Arkham Knight, Batman Arkham Knight. I, though I beat it pretty quickly, I slowed my pace down. There were points where I was like, "I love this game. I feel like I'm getting near the end. I'm gonna slow down a little bit because I don't. Because I also I knew it was the end of the series. You know, there's not gonna be another game that picks up after this game, at least for a while, and so that one, I I took my time. And because of it, just like Witcher 3, I went back and I did everything that I possibly could. I went back and collected all the Joker uh, riddles. I went back, you know, I did all the small things that sometimes if I'm into a game story but maybe not in love with it, I just buy, you know, uh, eh, I don't care about that. I'm just gonna, gonna finish the story. Mm-hmm.
1: But... Mine was actually, surprisingly, the biggest one I can remember It was, was based off of a movie as well. Um, going to see the Lord of the Rings movies in theaters, like, after the end of Return of the King, I was like, but now what happens? Like, wh- I want to know the storyline of what happens with Sam and-, and this girl he just had, and, and where's Frodo going? And, and why-, why is everybody breaking up? You're breaking up the Fellowship. And I was, like, so, like, upset that it was like the, the trilogy was over when I picked up the Lord of the Rings games I remember, like, okay, I can't play through these as fast because I don't want this to end. Because those games were surprisingly well done.
2: I can, I, I like your, I like your choice, but uh, you in the beginning you said mine was also based off a of movie. I just wanted to correct you. Arkham Knight is not based off of a movie. Okay. Let's not put the Batman movie games in the same pot as the Arkham series games. Oh I'm man, sorry. yeah, I love the Batman Begins game. <sighs> Well, that's been the episode. I uh, have to leave. <laughs> have you ever played that game? No. We sh- you should play it. <laughs> yeah, you got to play it. You like jaws, it. you you like this game. Okay, what, do, what You like Fight Club, you'll like this game. Okay,
0: let, let's let's real quick break it down. What is worse? What do we think is worse? Fight Club the game Fight Club the game, Jaws Unleashed, or Is it Batman Forever on, like, the Genesis and Super (laughs) Nintendo, where it's based off the Mortal Kombat, like, engine?
2: It's all three of those. Which is the worst?
1: All three. Superman
2: 64. Yes. (laughs) 95% of the people that played that game couldn't get through the first level. Correct. So it might be that.
0: But Batman Forever isn't much better than Superman 64.
2: It's true. It's
0: true.
1: Uh, Man, a lot of those games back then were real brutal, though. Yeah. like based off of movie games. Oh yeah.
2: What about you? What's uh, what's a game that you just wanted it to last forever?
0: I had this conversation earlier today that it's, that's actually the way I do a lot of things. I'll watch all but like the last two episodes of a season on a show. Cause I don't want it to end. I do things like that all the time and I haven't beaten a ton of games for that same reason. And uh, the most recent one is definitely the borderlands, the pre-sequel. I think I'm pretty close to being done with it. And I just started slowing myself down on it and I I probably won't get back into it until we get the Handsome Collection going. I know Braden just picked it up, so I think we'll be running a foursome to uh, redo the... uh,
2: Oh, yeah, we will.
0: ...the pre-sequel.
2: All right, follow-up question. In honor of all the amazing steel and silver swords in Witcher 3... What is Jazzy's favorite sword from The Legend of Zelda? We have a new person jumping in on this game. His, okay, so BMC's favorite is the classic magical sword from the first two games, and a close second is Biggeron's bigger sword from Ocarina of Time. Game on, you beautiful bastards. BMC.
1: Okay, so Motor City Gaming fans, all right? I realized... Just answer the question. ...that I fucked up with buying a Zelda hat. <laughs> All right.
2: You fucked up by it. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> let's go There's back no 20. Apology. Let's go There's back. There's no
0: apologies. <laughs> There's no
2: apologies, but let's correct let's correct your statement. Let's go back 20 years, uh, 25 years and let's say let's say what you really are apologizing for. Not playing Legend of There film. you go. There you go. So,
1: for everybody out there, it is great news to hear I have picked up Zelda, the Ocarina of Time, and I am starting to play through it. I'm into the third dungeon. You see
2: that, folks? You have power. <laughs> yes. You, you the listener, have power. You control Jazzy. He'll do anything. Yep. He'll do anything for anything you. Anything for my fans.
1: Yep. So um, the only sword that I have in that game is the one you get from the uh, Kokiri, I believe you say that, jungle, where you start off, you go pick that sword up, and it's the only one I have so far. Um, I did get the Hyrule shield though, which is super cool. Um But yeah, I, I'm actually uh gonna have to, you know, bite my tongue and go back on the fact that I'm thoroughly enjoying playing through
0: this. We knew it would happen. We a, knew it would happen. Yeah. Once you get what's going on in the game, it's just like yeah. it's oh, not Lock arena's so good.
1: It's not like it's not like I can't put it down, I have to play through it all. Yes. But I enjoy picking it up and playing it. Mm-hmm.
2: Good. Absolutely. Good. I did catch you playing it, uh, uh, not not too. Yeah, early this past, past yeah, weekend. Yeah, this past weekend. It was. It was. Uh, I was shocked and happy at the same time. All right, thanks for the question, BMC. Next up, we have Xander, and he says, "Hello from Cedar Point. What's your favorite roller coaster? And what game would you like to have a thrill ride based on? Uh, the s-
1: Raptor and the
2: Raptor." So yeah, yeah, you stole it right from my mouth. The Raptor is my all-time favorite from Cedar Point. Oh, I love that! And ride. if I had to be able to take a uh, a game that I could then base a thrill ride around, uh, it's simple. I would love a Metroid roller coaster. Man, Metroid roller coaster enclosed enclosed capsules that you sit in that look like Samus' visor that you're basically able to see out of and if with the technology that like disney and shit has now you could even have like you know metroids and 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 uh, and and ripley and all or, and all or ridley and all that stuff come flying in and like the have some sort of cool like graphics where it's like a targeting system on the visor that's moving around at them as you're like flying into them make it a little bit better cuz i'm a roller coaster fan make it a magnetic roller coaster that starts flat No hill and launches you zero to sixty in a straight shot into a giant pitch black dome, and then that's where all of the the battle goes on, and then you come back out. I would love that type of coaster. What about you, Jesse? Yeah, I would probably I would have to make it sort of like Space
1: Mountain. Where it's like Woo. you're kind of going up, and you're getting this storyline as the TSA. Like, getting ready for battle. You're going in. They're telling you what the specs are for your mission. For you're, Legend of Zelda. You're going up, and then once you hit the top of that, it's like, here we go. And then, bam, it's zone 2,
0: and you drop into the Helgan planet.
2: That'd be sweet. That'd be real cool. I like
0: it. My answer is way cooler than both your answers. It's Mario Baby, Baby Mario, Mario. <laughs> Luigi Foot Race with Donkey Kong music. No, uh, it's going to, you know,
2: it's I, Donkey Kong so, Country.
0: So I don't really like roller coasters. It's Donkey Kong Country. But my favorite roller it's coaster Donkey Kong Country. is uh, Mission Everest or whatever at Animal Kingdom where the yeti chases you. That one's sweet. Um, but it's going to start my roller coaster is going to start off like 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 Grim said with the the magnetic like launch where it launches you super fast. And there will be a bunch of neon everywhere and a bunch of sharp turns and a couple loops.
2: No. Because
0: I want a roller coaster based on F-Zero
2: X. Oh, okay. I thought you were going Tron. I was like. Oh, The second
0: (laughs) I hit F-Zero F-Zero. Give me an F-Zero ride. F-Zero would be sweet. It's perfect for a roller coaster.
1: It is. You're 100% right. Tron would be perfect for a roller coaster, too, though. Let's be real.
2: I mean they already have a Tron roller coaster. To I think Tron would be it. more like
1: more like your three D experience though, where you can like have those like quick jolts and it's yeah. like you go on an experience yeah, inside it's more an just experience. a mobile. Yeah,
2: it's more like a universal coaster yeah. uh experience like a like the mummy. Yeah. Cool, those are some good answers, guys. Makes me want to go he also says what's the most um egregious. Egregious crime. Oh, yeah. Ordering pops for a game you've played but don't know everything about or anything Jazzy has ever done. <laughs> oh, I didn't see how that pieced together. Yeah, I, yeah. it. well, it's I the get the most it. egregious crime? Yeah. Ordering
0: pops for a game that you don't know everything about yeah. or just being <laughs> Jazzy fiddle.
2: Yeah, okay. I got it now. Um. Whew, I think
0: I'm the neutral party here. Yeah. I should probably.
2: Wait, hold on. I've never ordered a pop of a game I've never played, though.
0: I think I think
1: he's No, going- he says doesn't know everything about. He's making reference to the fact that I tried to call him out in the chat the other day and say that you bought all of the League of Legends pops and you don't know oh, the full storyline okay, behind so League I'm of Legends League, like I do. Yeah, I'm
2: the League Pops and you're the and you're and the and fucker I'm, that and knows and I'm nothing. everything else. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay.
1: I would like to say probably the ordering pops because there's at least one thing it says or anything Jazzy has ever done. There's been at least one thing in my life that I've done right. No.
0: Come on. Yeah. I mean, people just collect pops. It's just you just scoop them up. I mean, you know what toys. else people collect?
2: Hats. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Hats that they know. They have. Specific I do you can put your hat collection. I in. don't know anybody that owns a hat that they don't know anything about it. I don't know that. If I wear a Red Wings hat, it's because I I'm a Red Wings fan.
1: So if I, like, get Pepsi points. You wear a Gremlins hat right I now Pepsi, because you like get, the Gremlins. If I get Pepsi points and I get Mountain Dew hat that's camouflaged and it says Game On. And I like it because our, our tagline is Game On. And I'm thinking that's cool. I don't know anything about that hat. I don't know nothing about You honey, no had Mountain, 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 Mountain Dew hat. You like Mountain
0: Dew. You son of a bitch, I see you drink Mountain Dew all the time. Yeah. <laughs> that's the worst analogy how, ever. How did
2: you get that hat? Because you drank the Mountain Dew. <laughs> You sweat
0: Mountain Dew on a
2: hot day. <laughs> Listen, okay. To be fair, Listen. he probably
1: hasn't seen me drink a lot of Dew until Black Label came
0: out. Now right. I call it drinks Black Label but, Mountain Dew. Yeah, I
2: don't blame you there. But seriously, I know
0: you drink enough Mountain Dew that there was a time Sci-Fi AJ and I were at a gas station and I was like, "Yeah, uh, are we scooping up some Dews for Jazzy?" He's like, "Absolutely scooping up some Dews for Jazzy.
2: He needs them. He has to have them." Dew Shine. Oh, the dew shine! Yeah, I haven't had one of
0: those in a hot minute. Man, Usually I'm if, going. If well, everyone see listening guys. could have saw the way your face lit up when I said dew
2: shine, yeah. that
0: when you said like when that all clicked together, they would know that your analogy was awful. That you know everything about Mountain Dew.
2: I played League for years before you even were talking to me. That's true. Okay, if it wasn't for League, our friendship wouldn't have. We wouldn't have been hanging out. That's the power of this game. You would be here right now. That is why this so game is for you so to amazing. Sit there and just, tell me that I have no business buying a League of Legends pop. Is is asinine? It, 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 I don't. I don't understand why you think I'm I'm the problem here. True story. <laughs> now, all right. It's
0: like, if I would have bought League pops, that would have been a problem. That would have been like, why? Why were? Why are you buying those? I don't think they look cool. Like I guess that would be as far as I could go with it. He's actually played League.
2: Now, given all the characters that came out in the first wave, are any of them like my favorites? No. But to also be fair, do you actually think I bought any of those? That's we all true. know
0: Brick Bitch was the culprit. <laughs> okay, those were two delivered
2: things. to me. <laughs> two 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 points I have to make.
1: First of all, that first wave, I feel like there's there was some of the pops that really they shouldn't have even had in that first wave. Oh, I agree. 100%. Like Lee Sin. Come on. Let Let's. Why don't Bram. you put up Brom. Yeah, Brom. Why don't you put out like your original twelve <laughs> characters? Like right. that's just smart. But anyways and Kogma. two, I only brought that point up in the
2: chat back earlier this week because I was jealous that you had them before I did. I know, but you have them all now, so calm down. Well I, you don't have no, them all. No, I don't have thresh. Yeah, the coolest one. Yeah. He he's he the coolest he is looking the coolest, one. But, look,
1: yeah. of course, since he's cooler looking, he's a little more rare to find.
2: Yep. Alright. So anyways, we were yelling about this. Um the the correct answer is that anything Jazzy has ever done. Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. We got Miggy up next. He says, what's up, guys? If you could take some of the characters from Overwatch and place them in other games, what would your choices be? He has a couple picks himself, uh, and that would be D.Va in Titanfall. fits. Yep. Hanzo in, uh, in Genji in Ninja Gaiden.
1: I would never play Ninja Gaiden because Sol- Genji in it.
2: <laughs> Soldier76 in Gears of War. And McCree in Red Dead Redemption. He cannot wait to hear our choices. Uh, mine would be... Mm, let's see here. Take Junkrat and put him in the game that no one buys because I fucking hate Junkrat. Beavis junk and rat. Butthead.
1: In that section where there's rats around the trash can, you step on them, that's what Junkrat should be. In actual <sighs> yeah. rat form.
2: I'd take Farah and I'd, uh, I would put her into... Uh, a new Metroid game, and make her the. Turns out she is the sister of Samus, and she has her own suit. And it's basically the suit that she has. And then right they now create the a ride.
1: whole right. video yeah. game based upon her and Anna, and how she her storyline ties into why Samus left them.
0: What if Samus was in Overwatch?
2: <laughs> oh man! Don't even get me. Don't even get me. I think started. you'd quit your job. I would.
1: Actually, they just need to put like a Samus.
2: She has one that looks real close. Yeah, a that's Samus why skin she fits. on. That's on why Thera. I. That's why I put her. Uh, put her in Metroid for sure. Uh, anybody else have one?
0: Because I also spent some of my week getting into Mortal Kombat Nine. <laughs> so you know the the older version, the one before X. Uh, I would love to see my boy Roadhog squaring off against Scorpion. Scorpion throwing spears, Roadhog throwing hooks. That'd be cool. Um, I think yeah. I think he'd be a cool fit for Mortal Kombat.
1: Man, what I, it's it's I'm drawing a blank on the game. But when we went to Ethan's birthday party, what was that game where you were like running and jumping on the buses and stuff?
2: Street oh, Ninja? Uh, no, uh, Su- Subway Surfer.
1: Subway Surfer. I. I've, it drew blank there for a second. Lucio. But I want to put Lucio
2: in Subway Surfer.
1: <laughs> that would be super cool. And you can, like, wall ride and stuff. Oh, man.
0: Was it Jet Set Radio or something where it was, like, a skating game set to music or whatever on Dreamcast or something? Yeah. Lucio would be great for that.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that would be really good, too. Um, I would also, not that, th- not that uh, the game was any good, and most people don't even know it's a game, but Reinhardt would fit very well into the Pacific Rim game. Could you make a Reinhardt, but like in a like a giant scale? Yeah, like a giant scale. Reinhardt, he'd be, he'd be cool. Yeah. That that makes me want make him into an action. I mean, that was my like like even in bigger. the movie Pacific Rim when he's using the 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 damn giant boat as a like weapon. I would love to see Reinhardt with his with his hammer just going to town on some, you know, monsters.
0: Put Winston in Donkey Kong. Congo, Congo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Congo, Congo the game. Congo the game with Winston.
2: Anybody else/ last? He,
1: that's how Planet of the Apes came around.
2: Last round, anybody else got one? Jazzy go.
1: Man, I already said a whole bunch of good ones.
2: Zenyata and iRobot. That's a movie <laughs> though. <laughs> <laughs> Zenyata. See, see the bad the bad like thing for me Every robot movie ever. The bad
1: thing for me is I always turn to League of Legends because it's my favorite game and there's a lot of characters in Overwatch that have like very similar characters in League of Legends. So like you know, he's not some huge fat guy, but Thresh throws a hook and hooks you in. Um, you're you're Trollborn, you have Heimerdinger, who creates little uh, turrets and then shoots you with the turrets. So it's like there's a lot of similarities. Swedish in meatball
2: in the Lord of the Rings game.
1: That sounds
2: horrible. Nah, nah, man. Reaper. In Mario Striker Soccer, <laughs> <laughs> Reaper in Barbie's Wild Horse Adventure. See, Reaper's like die, Reaper's die, like, die, die. Re- Reaper's kind
1: of like uh, Lucian, just without the shotguns. He's got plasma.
2: He has pistols. I mean, that's why I went. To, that's why I like gravitated towards him first. Yep. I was like, ooh, he looks, he looks cool. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thanks for the question, Mickey. Um, next up, we have Tony. He says, "Hey gang, what is your favorite video game logic meme?" Uh, he he, had, he gave us a list of what of, of some of them, but his favorite is from *La Noir, and that is solving a hit and run case, run over four pedestrians and your partner. <laughs> so, uh, I watched I watched Jade play that game, and yeah, you killed a lot of people to solve crimes. It was kind of uh, kind of seemed uh, maybe not the safest thing. So, my favorite though, man. <sighs> You got one? Anybody? Yeah, huh? yeah.
0: I so I I pulled up the the list that Tony uh, showed. But I don't know you guys when you guys were talking about league or something. I just sort of zoned out. Forgot to do a little research for the emails. Um, and I like that was the, a mistake. Uh, no, nah, I'm good. Uh, it was the Arceus one. So Arceus, who's the god of the Pokemon world, and the the meme reads, "Is the god of all creation can be enslaved by a ten year old."
2: That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. All right, uh, Jazzy, do you have one?
1: <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite, actually just video game meme of all time, is it's uh, it's it says, the, the caption says, I asked my dad for a PS3, and then the actual picture behind it is the PS1 and the PS2, and he duct taped them together.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 that's a good one. I
1: love that one.
2: Yep. Um, <laughs> probably my favorite from the ones he sent me, because it's so true. And that is Diablo 3 logic. Kill Diablo, get worthless loot. Break a barrel, get ridiculously epic item. <laughs> yeah, that's every video game though. It, it is, seems. but Diablo was so broken for oh, a while. Yeah. It got better, but man, Diablo at the gate was was a mess. So um, I also enjoyed the Titanfall logic. Two shotgun blasts to the face or one kick to the shin. <laughs> They're equal. But yeah, that and that's a, that's a, not just Titanfall. That's a lot of first-person shooters, Ken. All right. Oh, oh, I know. I forgot about one of my favorites. I just and I just saw it on his list. It's it, and there's so many good ones. But I'm gonna read the one he's got here. But if you search Master Chief Logic, there are hundreds of them. This one though can flip a 66 ton tank. But cannot control his pistol recoil. <laughs> 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 I, I remember when I read that and I started to think about it, like that is something I never thought about in the game, but what bullshit is that? So that's pretty good. But alright, well, thanks for the uh thanks for the memes there, Tony. There's there's some good ones out there. Alright. Um Actually some of the more new ones that I really like were uh the Pokemon Go ones. Where <laughs> it was like uh Team Yellow and Team Blue just hanging out, and then here comes t- here comes Team Valor, Team Red just running in, flinging poo like they're the superior race type thing. They ripped it off of the PC race one, but still, it was amusing. So, thanks, Tony, for the question. We're gonna close it off with one from Test. The last one. Here we go. Jazzy's already hanging his head. Feels bad. What's up, Motor City Gaming? Holla at your boy, Test. Holla! To no surprise, I've got one question for each of you today. But Jazzy, don't worry. I'm not going to ask you a Zelda-related question today. Liar. And to make it easy, I'm going to reverse the order this week. Bada boom. Realest guy in the room. How you doing? First off. The Fiddle of Jazzy. As a final nod to our Zelda saga, I want to talk about cool frickin' hats. Video game heroes have sported all sorts of unique headwear over the last couple decades, such as Mario's iconic red hat, Samus' helmet, Ezio's cowl from Assassin's Creed, and Handsome Jack's mask. As the king of not only Dingles, but also... Of cool freaking hats, what are some of your favorite pieces of headwear in video gaming? Man, <sighs> um, I love
1: the toadstool hat, <laughs> um, the Hellgas masks. There you go. That's probably love your favorite. Love the Hellgas yeah. masks. Um, in League, pretty much every mask that Shen wears like ninja mask type of thing. Love them. They're super cool. Um, Caitlyn's hat's cool too because it has that like little like projector or, like magnifying glass that comes off of it which allows her to s- snipe people.
2: Cool. Good job. So, See, he was telling you the truth.
1: Yeah. I thought it was going to be Zelda hats. I swear to
0: God. <laughs> Minish cat. <laughs> you, still
2: could, you still could answer that one. You have one actually. So next up we have Dino of Grim. Following the No Man's Sky stream, my girlfriend has gotten interested in gaming above and beyond her normal level. She's always been a Super Smash Brothers, Mario Kart, and Pokemon fiend, but I want to strike while the kettle is hot and introduce her to some newer games, preferably something we can play together. She's a step above casual gaming, nowhere near a sink 10 hours on Saturday into Overwatch type gamer What are some of your favorite co-op games that you enjoy with your lady? I mean, right out the gate, currently, it's free. I think you're already playing it. I know you're playing it. Uh, It's Neverwinter. It's it's free to play. You can play cooperatively. You can pick it up, play a mission, set it down, so it's not something where you're going to dive a ton of time into it if you don't want to. And uh, you know it's a fun game to get started with. I I, I would I, I like that game. If you're looking for something uh, more, if we're talking couch co-op, it's hard. There's not so many games don't have couch co-op anymore. But it, I don't know if she's a uh, Ninja Turtles fan, but that with new Ninja Turtles game from uh, Platinum Games is uh, up to four player co-op. That that would be a fun option. But I don't know if you could do it on the couch again. I don't think it's, I think it's on. online only. Cuz remember
0: I was upset yeah. cuz I thought yeah. we could play
2: it couch Damn, company. I forgot about that. I
1: Honestly, one. if you have the ability to with with having two separate systems and being online, I don't think your best do. choice. They don't have
2: Rocket either. League. No. Yeah. No, you could play two player Rocket League. You could play two player Rocket League. Yeah, that that would be a fun game. Towerfall Ascension. It's fun. Blast Bro Force. Bro Force. Fun. I mean, these are simple games that, even though you're trying to get into newer games, they they feel like the older games. So maybe why? Maybe it would connect better for her.
0: I have the perfect answer, and you're going to say, of course. Uh, I'm wait, let's hear it. Rayman Legends.
2: Oh, the yeah. The wife and I
0: love it. Grim played it with our friend Doug back in the day. It is not only the best side-scrolling platform I've played in forever, it is so fun to play co-op it's just you sit next to you i think you can go maybe even up to four people but you can for sure do two side by side running the levels it's it's innovative it's fun you don't get frustrated because it's not like you have a life counter every time you die you get brought back to your checkpoint and you just keep going at it and it is so fun to play as as a team as a couple as friends that's a great whatever you gotta go get it
1: whatever you do Do not play League of Legends with her. As a casual gamer, she will never game with you again. She'll also probably (laughs) she'll
2: also probably leave you. Yeah. So there's a few. I, I know there's a couple I know there's some more out there, but those are a few that you could get started with for sure that that would be good. Um if i mean you're a borderlands fan maybe and you just picked up borderlands so maybe trying to get her in some some uh, split screen co-op with that
0: could you have to force sc- force screen yeah. split screen on handsome collection
2: so that would be a fun one too because it's it's not it's a first person shooter but it's not as serious you know it's fun it's cute it it's cel shaded like it's just, i don't know something about borderlands it just it's just it, it attracts people you know jade jade loves it because of Claptrap she mm-hmm. fell in love with mainly because of that character, and they got her to play it, and she loves it. So
1: Especially if she loves Smash 2 coming soon. It's not out on PlayStation yet, but Brawlhalla.
2: Yeah, Brawlhalla, which you can pick up on Steam right now, so if you wanted to play on the on the computer. But uh, it is supposed to be coming out to PS4, and it is a Smash-style game that was a lot of fun when we got to play it at PAX South.
0: Guacamelee has up the the Super Championship Turbo Edition or whatever, has up to four-player co-op. So that, you know, looking for a Metroidvania-style game that's just fun. Uh, Guacamelee is great.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So there you go. All right. Um, Last but but most certainly not least, the Night of the Deadite. How you doing? I don't. Since WWE's hottest event of the summer that wasn't even lukewarm – (laughs) <laughs> Summer Slam 2016 was this past weekend. It got me thinking of tag team wrestling, which then got me thinking about fa- famous video game duos. There's been a lot of famous video game duos over the years. Mario and Luigi, Sonic and Tails, Toe Jam and Earl, the list goes on. These duos were popular for varying strengths and often times doing something that the other could not. So today, I need you to ask Jazzy for me. What were three favorite fights with Ganondorf? <laughs> Link has fought Ganon slash Ganondorf in over half of the entries in the Legend of Zelda series, so I know it'll be a tough choice. <laughs> Zelda question out of nowhere, the Viper strikes. <laughs> By God, he's been broken in half. My, my God, this Jazzy has
1: a family!
2: Game on. <laughs>
1: Man, I haven't even <laughs> fought Ganondorf yet. <laughs> I'll say this, though. Starting to play that game, I found out that Link is a pimp. All right, he's got all the ladies.
0: Oh, yeah. What well, ladies wouldn't like Link? He's out. I mean,
1: like every, every girl he crosses is like, hey, Link, I see you finally got a fairy. You want to get it in?
2: <laughs> you want <get> to <laughs> get it in? Those are the exact words they use in the game, <laughs> yeah. I think. Uh, so, you got to answer?
1: Why does everybody in that game run like they're kind of slightly retarded? Like with their hands flailing in the air, it's because they're don't have They're a an pending answer, demise in sure. the hands of
0: Ganondorf.
2: It's also because the yeah. game's ancient. They didn't have that many points of articulation. They were stuck <laughs> they, like that. they have elbows
0: and they have shoulders. And that, so yeah, have to, oh, oh, polygons. There's a lot of weird little things. Because you're to playing that game, the cleaned up version. Listen,
2: of the 3DS. if you played that game back in the day, you would have been like, "This is real life." Oh my god, <laughs> right, right. how are graphics going to ever get better than this? I'm I'm so immersed. <laughs>
1: This water why, looks real. Plus, why do you why do you go you go into a town during the day and there's like a guy that's gonna tell you about his like apple farm, like standing by a tree and he's like, yeah, this town's great for this and blah 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 and welcome to this city, have a great day. And then you like you leave and then you come back at night and there's like a ghoul tied to a tree that's like, I hate all the humans. I'm like, well,
0: what the fuck happened to you? You're getting tied to this tree at night. Because he's a ghoul. Yeah. Wouldn't you tie a ghoul up at a tree? You don't want to run in a muck in your little village.
1: No, I would call the Ghostbusters, and then they would horribly
0: kill it with their proton you, packs that can't kill ghosts. In Rule, you are the Ghostbusters. That's right.
2: <laughs> That's right. Anyways, keep playing the game. Keep playing yeah, the game. Uh, yeah, I'm, st- I'm
1: still going strong.
2: But but really, though, what's your three favorite matches I, against Ganondorf? I, I don't
1: have. and I mean, t- to current day... My favorite match with Ganondorf was where I peered through him through the window when Princess Zelda was telling me who he was. That was my one and only match that I've had we'll with We'll take it. We will that, take it. That, that, was that is a real answer. Yeah, that's the real <laughs> That's
0: all the fun. Oh my God. Mr. Jazzy Fiddle giving an actual Zelda-related answer this week. My God. We have a breakthrough. We have a life-changing experience, and that's what we do—we change lives here on the Games yes. of Podcast.
1: I will continue to play The Ocarina of Time, and this concludes all Zelda-based questions in the future of Motor City Gaming. He Thank also you.
2: says PlayStation Plus price hike, Jazzy is up to no good. <laughs> so yeah. clearly, it was all—it was all me. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. I'm. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> I mean, just go back to a little bit, a little while ago in this cast, and you'll realize that I'm on Team Lizard. From Canada, and yeah. I'm stealing all that money. I took I it easy I, on the I, U.S. because I live I don't here. Think,
2: I don't think you're stealing you know? any money. You're just you're just ruining children's lives. You're that's just all. no
0: wiping on them. <laughs> yeah, you're costing
2: right. companies money, but you don't get any of that money. So really, you're just a horrible person. Yep. Anyways, you've all been duped. <laughs> <laughs>
1: duped. <laughs>
2: That sounds like a jazzy word right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's from the Mario Party games where he's like,
0: oh no, you've been duped by Bowser. Wait, wait, real (laughs) quick, on the count of three, can we all dupe together? Yeah. One, two, three. Duped! Duped! That was the worst. I'm done.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we've done it! (laughs) It only took 119 episodes. Not really, because you weren't here in the beginning. But we get the idea. Anyways, send in all your questions to info at MotorCityGaming.com. We will give you a shout-out and talk about our opinions on your statement, question, whatever it is. We love it. We love the support, and thank you all who sent questions in this week. (sighs) If you love
0: this podcast... But you want to turn back the clock a little bit and uh, get your retro gaming fix, you need to listen to our other podcast hosted by Chops and Xander. It is The Legend of Retro, airing every other Thursday. New episodes released at MotorCityGaming.com, iTunes, Stitcher, tune in, and now Google Play. If you get a podcast there, we are there. Gamezilla and The Legend of Retro. Make sure you go to MotorCityGaming.com, get on the forums, and start having conversations and get your thoughts and your opinions injected into The Legend
2: of Retro. And wherever you listen to us, please click that subscribe button, that like button. I I don't care what button it is. Give us a review. Give us five stars. And uh, again, we'll give you a shout-out on the show. This helps us a ton with exposure and keeps us growing in the networks like iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, all those great places. No wipe guarantee.
0: And <laughs> that's a no wipe guarantee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! So, all right, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Make sure to check us out every Tuesday, and uh, remember, we are the elite free DLC for gaming. Until next week, game, game on. Nooped
1: hate you.